Today I'm going to share with you a tool that can help your child prepare for vacation, Christmas, birthdays, um, back to school, and even allergy testing. Hi, welcome to Serial Dates. Thank you for being here. I am by myself today. It's almost a week before, it's less than a week before school starts, so it's a little bit crazy around here, but I really wanted to share with you this simple yet powerful tool that can help your child prepare for big events or transitions in a visual way. So that is a visual countdown. If you're not familiar with what a visual countdown is, basically in the way I do a visual countdown, there's many different ways, but I think this is just a very simple way that you can do on a piece of paper, which is what I'm all for because often we get caught up in like printing this beautiful thing or laminating it or setting it up just the right way or putting a magnet on it or getting pretty stickers to put inside of each day or you know whatever it is and that blocks our action like it, it doesn't allow allow us to take action and the whole purpose of the tool is to make our lives easier and to make our child's lives easier. So don't let the pretty Pinterest worthy or the, you know, the um, laminated thing stop you from taking action. So if you have a printer available and accessible and uh, you have ink, then do it. If you don't, then just grab a piece of paper and a pen and draw it. So what it usually looks like in my family is I do grab a piece of paper or write it on the dry erase um, little board on our uh, refrigerator and I write how many days until Nona comes from, comes home, sorry, Nona comes home from vacation. Um, that was one of the very first ones we did. And so I drew a little, little airplane and I drew Nona and we counted how many days and each day we would color in a circle and count how many days are left. And again, it's, it's literally is that simple. Um, but it's powerful because our children can visually see that you're getting closer to the end goal. Um, I mentioned in the intro allergy testing, which is just really funny because nobody wants to get allergy testing done. But um, Mateo, our oldest, has really struggled with eczema and different allergies. Uh, he has an egg allergy. He's allergic to mold and dust. But before we knew all this, um, we were trying to figure out why he was having like skin flare-ups. And so we stopped, like we did like a elimination diet basically of like no gluten, no eggs, no dairy, no soy, it was all kinds of stuff. And he was tired of it <laughs> basically for lack of a better word. He was just, you know, tired of reading labels and trying to figure out if he could eat that or if he couldn't eat it. And one day he was just like, I just want to be able, I just don't want to be allergic to anything. I just, you know, and so I told him that we were waiting for a doctor's appointment um, to find out exactly what he was allergic to. And that way we didn't have to guess. And so he said, can we make a, can we make some circles to figure out how many days until the allergy testing? <laughs> and we did. 
and that, that actually helped us prepare for what was to come, um, which was, if you've never had allergy testing done, they do like tiny pokes on, all, all, all on your back to determine what you're allergic to. So he was actually looking forward to that because it meant that we were gonna have some answers and he didn't have to avoid all these foods. Um, so anyway, we're still, we already know he's allergic to egg, soy, and what was the other? Uh, not, not egg and soy, egg, dust, and mold. Uh, but for some reason, we're still struggling with eczema and skin things. So it's another story, but it's, it just goes to show you how powerful this little tool is. Um, because once your children become familiar, familiar with it, then it's easier for them to maybe make their own if they're looking forward to something um, or ask for your help to, to make one to help them conceptualize how much time or how soon something's going to happen. So I have actually created one for our parents at Bilingual Family and I will include, I, I've actually, I'm going to upload it to the gifts section in, in our uh, online program. So you can check that out. The link will be in the description. Um, but yeah, so it, it was just a quick, quick tip. You can just write it how many days until X, Y, and Z, and then put circles. You can make it as fancy and pretty as you want it to, or you can make it simple. So for the back to school countdown, some ideas, you can obviously just make this a literal countdown where you just cross out each day and you count down how many days. But if you wanna make it a little bit more exciting or you want to use it as a way to prepare for a big event like school and give a little bit of information each day in order to prepare your child, because if you try to sit down and talk about all the things that are gonna happen at school at once, it's overwhel overwhelming to your child. But if you give little bits of information, for example, ooh, we need to pick out a lunchbox for you for school. And once you pick out the lunchbox, then you can talk about um, you know, how you're gonna eat lunch at school. Maybe that's something that maybe your children didn't even think about. And so giving that information ahead of time and maybe allowing them to practice using their lunchbox at home um, opening and closing containers, it's so helpful because your child is going to have some background information of what's going to happen. And it's just one less thing that's going to potentially throw them off. Like, wait a minute, I didn't know I was going to have lunch here. Or wait a minute, I don't know how to open a zipper. I don't know how to open this container. And now I have to wait for my teacher to open everybody else's containers and come to me and I'm hungry. And so you can see how just that simple preparation of picking out the lunchbox and practicing using it uh, can really help your child. So that's just, that's just one idea. Another is picking out their clothes for the first day. Again, one less thing to think about. <laughs> um, one more thing that they can prepare for, like this is what I'm gonna wear that day on the first day. Um, reading books about the first day of school. Um, I'm trying to think of other ideas. 
one other thing you could do if you anticipate it being difficult, uh, like to, like there's going to be a, sep- a little bit of separation anxiety on the first day. Maybe it is your child's first experience ever creating a farewell ritual or, you know, coming up with a secret handshake or something like that. Like, this is how we're going to say goodbye. And making a plan ahead of time, maybe practicing that, um, can also help. So you can choose one activity, and it, it doesn't have to cost anything. It doesn't have to, for example, in the, in the picking your clothes activity, you don't have to go out shopping for clothes. You can simply say, What's, which, which one's your favorite shirt? Which shirt would you like to wear on your first day? And just picking out that can be an activity without having to spend any money. But you can sit down and think of activities that would help your child. Think about your child specifically because each child is different. And tailor those activities to your child. So that's a way to kind of step up the countdown a little bit. This is specifically for back to school. So if you want that... Um, back to school countdown with some ideas on on what you could do Um, check the link in the description and you'll be able to get it for free Um, I just realized that I forgot to do the parenting moment at the beginning so in closing for for the countdown the reason why it's powerful is because it's easy to implement very easy you don't need anything other than a pencil and a piece of paper and it can apply to so many different areas so many different transitions uh, big life events all kinds of stuff exciting things and also not so exciting things like allergy testing but it gives your child a visual of how many days they can actually see it in their mind they can see each day they're crossing off or they're coloring that it's getting closer to the actual date. And so the younger your child, the more helpful this is because maybe they don't necessarily understand, um, you know, the days of the week or how many uh, months or whatever it is. I I don't think you should go farther than like two weeks uh, on a countdown, but especially the younger the child, the less time you don't want it to you don't want it to be like six months from now it'll be Christmas you know um, but the countdown is helpful you can start with you know three days four days and as you as they get older you can add more days um, so I hope that was helpful <laughs> and now we're gonna move on to the parenting moments so for Mateo who is who will be four in October I guess that's easier to say he's three almost four I we had a parenting moment I don't actually know if I shared it on the podcast because I have told so many people because I'm just so shocked by it but we were having dinner and out of it seems like out of nowhere, you know, with children, it's hard to tell where where it started, but it really seemed like it was out of nowhere. He was just thinking, and he said, when our bodies stop working, which is kind of how we explain death, that, like, our bodies stop working, 
um, he said, when our bodies stop working, are we, are we going to be born again? <laughs> and John and I like looked at each other, we we're like, what? <laughs> so we just kind of sat there like, uh, not sure about that. Um, you know, we, we were just, I think we were just shocked by the t that question coming out of his little body. And, um, and so then he goes, he was just thinking for, for a while, and he said, oh, yeah, when I was younger, when I was 22, um, you know, when I used to live with Huequitos, which is a dog that he has this whole story about back in the day when he was 22 or when he was 16. Um, he had these dogs in the house, and every time he, he recalls this time of his life, <laughs> he um, adds more to the story or, you know, takes away or... I don't know. There's, there's depth to the story. So he goes, um, back, in, back when I was young and I was 22, I used to have a book about bodies at my house. Yeah. And it's like he was trying to recall, what did the book say about bodies? Do we come back to life? <laughs> so that was very interesting. Um, <laughs> we're still thinking about it. And then Elias, I almost don't want to share this parenting moment because I don't want to jinx it. But last Tuesday, in the middle of like back to school and um, a big online uh, program launch that we had and everything, he made up his mind that he was done wearing diapers. I mean, it was a full-blown like, kicking and screaming that he didn't want his diaper on. So I said, well, you need something on your bottom. So would you like to wear a diaper or would you like to wear underwear? And he's heard, he's heard the word underwear. We tried it before for like three days, a while back. And, um, and of course, hearing it from his brother and his dad and everything. So he said, calzoncillos, which is underwear. So I was like, okay. And he had a few accidents that day. And then, uh, oh no, that was Monday. Yes, sorry, that was Monday. Tuesday, he didn't have an accident. And Wednesday, like, he's only had like one or two this whole week. And so I guess he is potty trained. Like, I, I still can't believe it. He is wearing a diaper at night. And uh, naps. He's one and a half almost, or I guess almost two, by the way. Um, so he's wearing a diaper for naps and bedtime. But at bedtime, what's really interesting is as he's like starting to fall asleep, he's like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. And we'll go to the bathroom. And sure enough, he'll go, even though he has a diaper, but he doesn't go in the diaper. And then, so I'm not sure when he's actually getting wet in the is it in the middle of the night or is it when he first wakes up because he definitely he definitely like seems to want to empty his bladder completely before falling asleep so I don't know you know in the morning so well we might think about <laughs> getting rid of the diaper at night um, but those are parenting moments and again going back to the 
back to school countdown or just a countdown in general. Um, I'm going to have it available in our gifts, the gifts section of our online programs. So I'll leave a link in the description below. And I'm going to tell an old joke uh, since John's not here. So this is basically my only joke. So if you know me, uh, you'll probably know this joke. So if you're not a Spanish speaker, I have to kind of give you a background on this. So jaguar in Spanish is jaguar. So, and then the seed or, yeah, the seed is what did, I'll just, oh my gosh. Okay, I'm terrible at telling jokes. <laughs> que le dijo un jaguar? So what did one jaguar say to the other? Que le dijo un jaguar a otro jaguar? Jaguar you. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you can, please write a review for us. And yeah, subscribe to the podcast. Thank <laughs> you.